This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It is hour five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic little Friday out there, a football Friday on in the in the G Bag Nation, how you doing, Brian? I'm doing great, man. How the you think the calls were good today? You know, I I I I I kind of agreed with Big Jim out there yeah. in Dalrock as far as you know what we were looking at and and how good the calls were. I thought they they had been better. I don't yeah. know if I would have used the adjective demure uh, to describe them, mm-hmm. but I was thinking maybe we just we just need more. Uh, we need a higher BAC and more energy. Yeah, you know, it, it should be like, oh, what the hell? I'm throwing caution into the wind, man. I've been drinking all afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm fired up about the Cowboys. Fired about this, yeah. you know, or Jim who just got the coolest Texas accent yeah. and a and a and a little uh, rocks glass of whiskey. Yeah, you know, one of those two, you know. Uh, and we got one call at least out yeah. of that, Brian. So I don't know what 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 were your thoughts? I was, I, you know, I, I agreed with you on that. You know, I I kind of like the, to me the whole idea, we, the sound off thing. We we kind of got that thing going in the right order, yeah, right? We challenged the caller. You challenged the caller. So you, next you week, you guys stunk. Yeah, we need you to be a little bit better. I was thinking, like, you know, how do other shows just take calls and have success? And I yeah. don't know if I don't know if it's ever happened in Texas. I don't know if there's ever been a show. Maybe did Brad Cham get great ratings back in the day in the 80s? Yeah, he took a ton of calls. Him, Randy Galloway. Galloway back, and yeah, then, yeah, oh, yeah. That was the early yeah. days of sports radio, yeah. and it evolved to, hey, you know, some stations take calls, some markets take a lot of calls, right. some don't. And, you know, I, I don't know. That was the first time in years. We've been doing what you're drinking and what you're thinking for a decade, and I, I thought, man. You didn't maybe, feel like anybody was really drinking, right, didn't you? Yeah, maybe they're just, maybe they're resting up for the holidays. You know, but we need some sort of like a, a three drink minimum or something, like uh, maybe some fresh blood. There's got to be yeah, some fire. We got to find a way to get like a, a I mean, like breathalyzer. Kenny, I, love you. I don't need a history folks. lesson on here, buddy. Wow, I get mean, a little I, tired you, there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind a history lesson. You know, I I, I think and Kenny's my guy. The, the, but I'm gonna be honest. Maybe we just need to have Brian drink every Friday and do he what, should have been drunk what? right now. Just have that, him talk for 25 minutes. That, that would been never good. seen that, a guy cowered away from a bet payoff like this before. Yeah. Coward. Coward. <laughs> Go get that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Let's see if we can get 18 shots taken care of in an hour. Okay. Eric loves when I do that. I know. That. He, was like, he was like, when he comes back in here later, we all need to put that up for him. <laughs> yeah, we got to put the hands together, Adam. <laughs> Jim's from Round Rock, not Dal Rock, says the 903. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, I know he he's called a couple of times, and I, I he's thought on he was, the, he's a staple on the post game yeah, show, Jim. and he's really good, very fantastic, really good, great voice. Yeah, at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Robert and Carrollton, sorry, G bag, I'm drunk and I did not call. Yes, yes. See, dang it. come on, on, Rob, we needed you. Do your dang part, man. Yeah, fired up like because you're too hammered. Awesome accent, laid back, sipping whiskey or lean or whatever you want to be sipping on. <laughs> Or uh, you're so hammered that you're incoherent. Are you one of those three? That's who okay. we're looking for in what you're drinking and okay. what you're thinking. Uh, Lastly, do we have the troll 
When the guy that was laughing, oh, the guy who couldn't stop laughing. Guy, that was that sound was a sound off, off was situation. Sound? We had a great yeah. sound okay. off. I thought the sound off was one of our better ones. Yeah. They brought the juice for that. Well, I, I know the sound off changed course when Wolchuk called him out, and I've always admired you for yeah. that. Thank you, I appreciate that. And I, I was one. I, I, <laughs> Man, you are going. <laughs> may, may, maybe that's the just the kind of honesty that we need. I'm thinking about a buzzer. You know, maybe like the Gong Show. Like, well, it is what you're drinking and what yeah. you're thinking. So maybe yeah. we could buzz them with a coldy crack, yeah. like a can opening or or something. I don't know. I don't know what the Gong would be. Good, yeah. Uh, workshop this, but it's got to be fun for the audience. And a fun way to make it for the audience is killer calls uh, that are entertaining and hilarious, or you get your ass hung up on for being horrible. One of those two things is good for uh, somebody in the audience, right? They yes, be, they might be hanging up on us right now. And maybe the maybe the no, I think this is the best content that we've done since five twenty eight. I you know, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You're at, on it at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. If if you have thoughts on the truckwreck.com fan text on this, I would love to hear from you. You know, because this is your radio show. Um, you know, and and your radio station, and we love the Tolos, and we respect your opinion. I want to hear from you. What do you think of uh, of what you're drinking and what you're thinking, you know? Was that last segment so regrettable that you would turn from it uh, indefinitely, permanently? Have you never liked it? Do you always like it? Do you like it even when it's bad? Okay, the, the truckwreck.com fan text is open. We'll get back to your thoughts here in a moment, uh, but we got to talk some Cowboys bills. What will be the uh, toughest challenge for the team on Sunday? We go to the Athletic where they did a Cowboys bills roundtable. And our main man, John Mishota, weighing in here. Was Joe part of this? Yeah, uh, Mishota was. No, Joe. Uh, Buffalo Joe. Oh, yeah. Joe's got it. Yes. Buscalia? Yeah. Buscalia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our four o'clock guest. He's Buscalia. He, he's Mishota's counter. Okay, here we go. Uh, stopping the Bills on the ground. The Cowboys have been better yes. in this area this season. However, mm-hmm. they've not expected to have veteran defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins. High, high ankle sprain. I worry about this. Last year it happened, and and Hankins was out, and Anthony Brown was out as well, and they never got the defensive line figured out. They mm-hmm. finally got the secondary figured out with Aquamu. Was that the, ultimately their configuration? Izzy, yeah, Izzy started playing and, and did a better job, yeah. And we, I mean, Mozzie Smith might be an absolute bust. He can't help. He's not ready Man, to help. please don't go there yet. I can't go there yet. Please don't go there yeah, yet. Don't, I mean, don't let, do it let, just yet. Yeah, no, let, not just yet. I said you, might be a bust. He did say might. I know, but you threw the word bust in but there. The word I, bust, just I just, of, it makes me uncomfortable. I was shivering a little bit when you said oh, it. Oh, man. I, I hope you're not right. After well, one year? I did learn today that the human species is not a, uh, we're, we're, we're not a truth society. Oh. We, are an, we are an agreement society. And I'm trying right. to do better about that. I know yeah. that's one of my New Year's resolutions. What, to be truthful? Hell, I just, Homer May just picked against the Cowboys mm. this week on Sunday. You know, mm. I'm trying something new, guys. Being honest and being self-reflecting. I have to because no. I believe in the offense. I think you're going too into that because I believe in the offense too. That doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to win the game. The offense can be okay. The they offense, still lose the to offense, a team that just plays better. Offense might have to win the game. That's what I'm I saying. I think they will. Yeah. But I, I do think the defense and getting turnovers is the key. And uh, I hope just Buffalo hope Josh had, Allen poops on himself as always. I hope they yes. have no answer for Dallas. Poop on yourself, offense. Josh. Yeah. Um, Buscalia. Yeah. Bill's biggest challenge will be for their offense to go toe-to-toe with a Cowboys team that's averaged 38 over its last seven. Yeah, It's the, nearly the 40-burger over the last seven games. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Bills are now three games into their year with interim uh, Joe Brady calling plays. And at this point, they've made good strides. Better. Um, Allen will likely need to have his best game in order to keep pace with the Cowboys. Writes Buscalia here on, in the Athletics Roundtable. I, I 
I, I think the, the chances are much better the Cowboys have a, a huge day unless the weather's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, if the weather's bad, I, I think, you know, Buffalo wins. But, you know, I just you, – you have to at some point trust how Vegas looks at this. And what Vegas is going to do, they simulate with computers. And Vegas is the best at creating lines and anticipating what it's going to be because billions and billions of dollars are on the line. They get the best and the brightest. Yeah. And, uh, and they work it from so many different angles. And they go off of the analytics that drive you crazy, Brian. They're going to look at this. I'm and, getting better about it. And say the Cowboys are better because on a per-play basis, they keep the other team to less right. yards, less points yeah. per game. And on offense, they've been unstoppable more consistently than Buffalo is. I mean, the Cowboys are the better team. Yes. Definitely. They are. Yep. Uh, but I, I, I do think the weather's a huge factor here. And uh, the desperate team theory... And, and, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense versus a a, a running quarterback like Josh Allen, oh, no, who's not, not just a running quarterback. He's sort of the running quarterback. Him, Lamar Jackson, whatever. But like, just even last year versus the Texans, didn't the Texans have a quarterback that was ready to run on you or something? No, that was Davis Mills. Yeah, but they were doing the rotation where it's like, here's our the running guy, quarterback, Driscoll. Yeah, here's Driscoll's yeah, yeah. ready to That's run on you. Did. Everybody knows all he can do is run. Driscoll we're going to go ahead and run a little bit. Dobbs did it on I know. Dobbs. So, I mean, we, just, we've seen it recently. Yes, yes. And, and you ha- it's, this isn't something where you've seen them go toe-to-toe with a running quarterback and have success. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy how the Cowboys find themselves in these games where very early on a big play happens from Dobbs and the rest of the game they look like chickens with their heads cut off. They're like, oh, no, was the quarterback going to keep it or give it to the runner or pass yeah. it? And all of a sudden, like, this confident, badass, brilliant group of defenders cannot keep things straight, and they're trying to play hero ball. We, we used to see that pretty consistently. I don't think we've seen that since week two, Brian. You watch the film every week. But, yeah. I mean, the hero ball, their discipline has elevated it here. Has. As they it has. It's gotten a lot better, and, and that's the one problem you need to worry about in this game is when you start to talk about the hero ball and the, you know, playing your responsibility, fill your gaps, you know, make sure that you're able to like, when you're in support, you're there. Don't like try and do something you're not supposed to do. When Dallas does that, they get in trouble against the run. Panthers game got out of whack on got you. Got out of whack bad. And that wasn't a, a and quarterback the, that had the threat to run. And I think part of that too is run. versus these, uh, no, but I mean like not Josh Allen style, but Bryce Young can run. Bryce Young was not a threat to run the football on you. He absolutely was. He ran around last week against New Orleans. Bryce Young's mobile. He can run. He didn't run in that game, though, against Dallas. He, he actually, wasn't the reason he tried to run. He tried Bryce to run. He can't run. It's no. just not correct. I'm sorry. Okay. Bryce Young was not a threat to run in that football game. Every single time he turned to hand the ball off to the running back, you weren't scared that he was going to pull the ball and run it on you at all. Not 1%. So I would disagree, but okay. I don't know why, like, you gotta go there. That's okay. I didn't go anywhere. I'm just. I'm just. This is. This is just an honest conversation. Yeah. I. I think Bryce Young can run, and the Cowboys definitely had to account for Bryce Young's running about ability in that game. The fact that he didn't, he handed the ball off. He was a he choice by the willing. quarterback. He wasn't willing. That's the yeah. Because the Cowboys him. were beating him up with their pass rush. Yeah. This guy's willing to pull the ball and run. Yeah. This guy's different to any other quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Correct, including Bryce Young. Yeah. And obviously. so. So the Cowboys, you know, th- this is a quarterback that's willing to do that, and, and it, it slows down a defense that likes to play fast, and it makes you think when, yep. oh, okay, is the quarterback going to pull the ball here? And that's something that you saw versus Jalen Hurts last year. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't get to see it again because Gardner Minshew played in the next game. Mm-hmm. And then this year, Jalen Hurts just isn't quite the same dude. 
when it comes to like his threat to pull the ball and run on you. Yeah, he's going to run against Josh Seattle. Dobbs was that. He got you burned. Yeah. And this will be the second time, because you didn't see this with Bryce Young, this will be the second time your defense sees something like this. The first time you failed. Last year you failed. So we'll see if they can not fail this time. Sir, there's that bell from Sean and RJ. I mean, Bryce Young can run, go watch him play, but that's fine. The fact that he didn't do it against the Cowboys, I agree with you, he didn't, but he is a threat to win and to run the football. That's, is, a big, that's a big reason why he went number one overall in the draft, was his mobility. He is that's not, just factual. He's not a threat to pull the ball when he's going to hand I it off to the running back. Go watch Bryce Young play. And tell me he doesn't. Was run. he an option quarterback? Oh, in no, no, yes. he, no, no. Yeah, the Texas game. If you look, he won the Texas game with last his year legs. legs. Yeah. Have we seen last it? week against New Orleans? He, he just, was running around for Carolina. Yeah. That's how they yeah, moved the football. That, exactly. Design so the fact runs. That he didn't. The fa- yeah, he will. He will take off, and they will call design runs for him. The fact that he didn't hand the ball off against the Cowboys was benefit Cowboys. But Bryce Young can run the football. This is a good debate, gentlemen, and I don't uh, mean to interrupt. So feel free if you want to jump in here and have at it. You guys go ahead and do that. The next question here in the Cowboys-Bills roundtable here in the Athletic. I mean, I just scouted the guy all offseason. I'm just letting you know the truth. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot of hubris when it comes to your scouting. and I think You do. Get you in some fights. And I love you for I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to stand for what I know. No, that's what right. I know. You do the work, it should give you the confidence. That's all it is. Bryce okay. Young in 12 games has run the ball 28 times. Okay, great. So he's he'll run the ball on you about about two times in a game. He can run. He's what was a mobile it, what player. Were the, what were the Saints numbers that? Because he's he's not wrong about that. That the Saints game he was he. Okay, so maybe he he he. He's, no, he's more. He's than ran the ball twenty eight times in twelve more, games. Well, so co- if he ran the ball a bunch last week, then coach, that means every game before that he was not fired, running the ball very much. Not, it's been a dumpster fire of an organization. They're not even using him correctly. But does he have the ability to run? 100% he does. I never just said he completely doesn't have the ability. It's just you weren't scared of it in that game. And you weren't scared of it going into that game. And that's an issue with their coaching staff. And that's why they're no longer there. So you agree so with take, me that you weren't scared of him running in that game? You, he is capable of doing it. And the Cowboys had to know that he is capable of breaking contain of the pocket and running with the football. That's all it was. He's a mobile quarterback that the Cowboys didn't allow to beat them. Who's run the ball 28 times in 12 games. Which is more a reflection on their offensive staff than it is on the player. But to say Bryce Young can't run is inaccurate. When did I say he can't? You just did. No, I didn't. You just said he's not a running quarterback. I said you weren't scared of him running on you. That's it. That's only because he chose not to do it. It doesn't matter why. Chose not to it do doesn't it. matter why. It just means you weren't scared of it. And this is now the first time since Josh Dobbs that you are actually scared of it. Other Jalen Hurts you weren't scared of? No, because this year he hasn't been doing that. Okay. I mean, he ran last week, but that's okay. I hear you. Appreciate you hearing me. <laughs> I do feel like Bryce Young, uh, he's no Steve Young, but he can he can get moving when he does he can, run. He can scoot a little bit. For sure. I mean, it, was, it was three carries for 40 yards against the Saints. Uh, it's quite productive, over seven per carry on the year in those uh, in those. They should attempts. use his legs more. So he ran all over the place last week three times. Well, for 48 yards. Very dangerous. Three I, times. That would be enough. If Josh Allen does that against the Cowboys 3-40, and 40, I think it would be enough to make the Cowboys scared, to your point. Yeah. And, you know, next thing you know, Cook has a 180-yard game. And the, the tight ends, is Knox playing as well? Or yeah, just they're, they're all playing. They're both playing. Yeah, he's back off IR. I mean, we're Dawson worried about Knox one tight end. They got two. They got two. Yeah. I, I do yeah. think it, the, the, the Bills are... 
the Bills are going to score. I, I do expect a high-scoring game, and I'm just hoping the Cowboys can pull this out, and I'm hoping they surprise us with an absolute dominant kick-ass game at 877-881-1053. What you drink and what you think it needs to stay. If it's bad, that's on us. There have been some epic calls. <laughs> yes, it was a little bland today, just a slump due to the holidays and the fact the Cowboys are kicking ass. Not too much to be pissed about right now. It's a good point, uh, 817. Josh Allen has run the ball 72 times this year. Well, what are you trying three to times say? as much? No, almost. Uh, almost we know Josh Allen much. is one of the best, if not the best, running quarterbacks in football. He also plays for a team that allows him to do that. I'm not trying to argue with you on Josh Allen. You're I tri- thought you were saying Bryce Young isn't mobile and doesn't run, which is inaccurate. That's all I said. I said you, weren't scared, that you weren't scared of him running the football. That's it. Not that he was incapable. Not that he couldn't. You weren't scared of him running the football. You weren't scared of him running read option. You weren't scared of designed runs. Sure, maybe he will scramble on you and try and steal a first down with his he's, legs he's in a passing situation. That's all but I was But you saying. were not scared of him running the football. Okay. Anywhere close to what you're dealing with certainly with Josh not, Allen or what you dealt with with Josh Dobbs. No, definitely not with Josh Allen. And with Josh Dobbs, they weren't expecting that. He came in, he certainly ran all They over. weren't expecting that. Broadus told us all week, Josh Dobbs is going to run the football on you. This guy can run. This is why Broadus is scared because the defense right. can't defend a quarterback that runs the ball, especially you. on designed uh, you're runs. Get, you're getting very angry over Bryce Young. All I said was Bryce Young's mobile and he can run on you. Did he do it in the Dallas game? No. But did they have to account for that in prepping for him that week? Certainly. It's a big reason why he went number one overall in the draft. He is capable of running. And they didn't do a good job of executing that, and the Cowboys benefited from that. 214 says, uh, not a threat to run, and if he had one week to live, he would spend it listening to what you're drinking and what you're thinking. <laughs> wow. It's a guy who understands his priorities. I know you added that because I read that text. <laughs> Those might have been two different texts that I could Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gavin begged for the drunk fire, then immediately got it from Eric and Zach. <laughs> we had to do something to save the damn show. Somebody had to step up here. And Walchuk was willing to go and, and, and risk his, his, many, his resume Young, with a terrible take. Bryce that how, many, how many? It's an accurate take. He can run, Eric. How many times have you Bryce got, can run. How many times have you guys gone out each other like that in, in your career? Probably five. We, we were due for a good one. Seriously, I would I mean, say what, probably five times. One? You I don't even one? care as much as Eric cares, but Eric's riled up, and now I'm like, well, bleep this, now I'll get riled up. Well, because he has this condescending way about his draft I'm sorry. studying I'm not and what to he's be seen as if no one's seen Bryce Young play before, and only Walchuk's eyeballs have Red, seen did it. Did you not watch him anytime Carolina popped up on red zone last week with the, against yes, the Saints? With with only three Bryce times Young he ran running. the football. And they were yeah. three damn good runs. When's the last time you guys went at each other like that? I, uh, you guys would probably be better at telling us that. I, I can't. I can't Hell, remember. I don't, I don't know. There's only the one that I really remember. There's the one that sticks the taco, out from years ago. And I tried ago. to say it with Taco Bell, and that's why I knew it was bad because he wasn't coming back from the Taco Bell. And there was no referees <laughs> in that one to help simmer it. It was just Walchuk in here and me in the pimp cup. So there was no oh, one wow. here. It was late night. Like and no Eric one could save talking. us. He just totally stopped talking. I'm like, well, because it was either it was either stop talking and calm down, or go into the studio and try and kill my best friend. And I didn't want to do that. Not that, that would have been right. awesome. I, no. I do want to blame Brian for all this. <laughs> just, now. just right now. <laughs> what? I, I, I blame Brian. I, I've been dealing with uh, with overconfident uh, takes from media scouts for far too long on this show, Brian. <laughs> I'm training these guys up, getting them filled with confidence. They don't. They don't think anybody they, can argue with them they anymore. Look at, they look at the tape, man. Yeah, they look at the tape. Oh, they, they look, look at the hell out of like, that oh, tape. Have you watched college tape? Oh, 
you clearly know nothing about football. You don't know bleep over there, Dawson. I don't know what you're saying, but I know it's wrong. Okay. <laughs> did I, I said that to you before, didn't I? I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, they learned it from watching you. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. That was good entertainment. All Anytime. Right. Yeah, I, I love having you guys on the show. I think Bryce Young sucks. <laughs> yeah. I think like, he's one of those mobile quarterbacks I've ever seen. <laughs> leads the leads all quarterbacks in rookie rushing. Yeah. It's like being a parent. Something. It's like being a parent when your kids are fighting. Yeah. Sometimes you just, just sit back. I'm just kind of grateful it wasn't me. Yeah. Because I usually, yeah, I'm usually that guy. Yeah, you know? you're very attack mode. I am very attack I, mode. I tell you, though, I, I think Eric's right on this one. I think Zach's <laughs> made some good points. I do side with Eric. Wait. And once again, I think the streak's intact. If If Eric gets his dander up just a little bit, you're probably wrong. I don't. I don't think he stands his ground. Who? Now Eric? you're not wrong. This was a semantical type of deal. It was the point you were making stands by itself. I was just Bryce Young is a runner. I heard Bryce Young yeah. can't run, and I was like, what? Bryce Young can definitely run. The point Eric's making is accurate. Yeah. Oh, don't go. Don't cower to this guy. He didn't run against the Cowboys, but yeah. I don't think that was on him. I think that was on Frank Reich. Yeah. The first time Eric looks across the console at me and gives me the eyes that he gave Zach. Just save me, Brian. <laughs> Come give me like Draymond Green. I mean, Put honestly, I, could, I was pitching me a tent out of the down studio. Here. This is a good angle, General. <laughs> Matter of fact, you, you get to be gone for a week. We got to. I got to deal with this all next week. Hey, we yeah, got a Friday, a Friday news dump coming up next. Where are you taking us, man? We we got a lot of things to dump on you, but I do have some questions on how to defend this Bills offense next year in the nation. Ooh. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Thanks for your feedback on the truckwreck.com fan text. Uh, <laughs> it's time for a Friday news dump, and here's Eric Chiafalo. How about Daryl on Twitter writes in, that was an incredible tiff, boys. I leaned with Walchuk on the given argument, but will forever side with Chiafalo because he sits to pee, and I'm a fellow <laughs> pee sitter. Hashtag Hopefully only in the comfort of your own home. Pee sitters. 
But the, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that gets everybody takes it and runs with it, and then all of a sudden you're like sitting to pee voluntarily in a porta john. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> that's what happens. We were I don't know. Ooh. I think we were at AT and T uh, Stadium uh, the other day, sorry. and I talked about having to go pee, and Tim was like, "Well, well, you're just gonna sit to do it." You know, Tim, like our mm, boss. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Tim, see, this is how things get misconstrued, man. It's always it's always been with the caveat of in the comfort of my own home. Yes. Or maybe like a, a supremely clean place that I fully trust, hey, like Walchuk's ex-girlfriend's place. That's true. I'm, I'm just telling you, man, if you don't use the family restroom area when you're at those stadiums and stuff, because you can lock the door and yeah. all that stuff like that, you know. I mean, no, when you're grinding something out, then that's, that's yeah. absolutely what you have yeah. to do. But yeah. a run-of-the-mill pee, I'll hit a urinal and, and feel great about it. Uh, but thank you, Daryl, for uh, for writing in. Now, <laughs> the cool. Buffalo offense, I'm curious. One, we've seen Gilmore travel a little bit these last two weeks. Could be, yeah. You've seen it with DK Metcalf yes, in have. the second half yes, and then A.J. Brown last week. Yeah. So is that something you anticipate versus Diggs, or is it only, hey, big, giant, physical monster receiver, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, I don't trust Bland on that. Like, I'd, what do you think? Go for it. Absolutely. Go for the – Go for it. Yeah. Travel? Go for the travel. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, because, you know, with with Bland, he should be able to handle Davis on the other side, right? So, yeah, you got to figure out now how to take care of these – I keep saying the tight ends. I, I worry about – I worry about the passing game to the back with Cook. And then I worry about the tight ends. That'd be my next worry. And then, because I think that if you travel Gilmore with, you know, with Diggs, I, I think you'll be okay there. He's probably going to catch some on you, but I, I think that you're going to probably win some along the way as well. Quarterback's not always accurate, you know? So Ooh, that's, man, that's a, that's to be fascinating because Davis is, Davis is big. Now, he has not been productive at but all the last I, few weeks. I say this about – I hear everybody talk about Davis. I personally feel like he's got some clutch genes to him when they do throw just him the ball. Just a random moment, big just moment. All of a Chiefs sudden, playoff game? Didn't yeah. he have like four touchdowns? Yeah, like I just there's, game? there's something about him when you think, well, we, we, we don't, we're not going to have to worry about him in this game. Then he but, just kills you. But bland against him because – there are things about him not getting off the line of scrimmage all the time. Ooh, okay, and yeah. that that that's, that that's bland, bland. bland, very yeah. very very well. Bland. Yeah, yeah. That's and, and okay. I'm also I'm interested in that Marquise Bell situation as well. Okay, so that's the other question I was wondering. I asked Nick about it earlier. I want to get you guys' thoughts on this because you have the mobile quarterback. Do you want to spy him? Okay, if we want to spy him, uh, who do we use for that? I think the perfect guy would be Marquise Bell, Bell. but I need Bell in coverage, especially if they got these tight ends and these backs right like they're gonna yeah. stress you that way and I don't think you can afford to lose Marquis Bell like him in coverage this year has been fantastic but then it's like Damone Clark kind of doing a spy thing or do you just no. say we're not spying I'll tell you I don't what, know I'll tell you what this this is how I would consider playing this and I saw Georgia do this against Alabama playing against Milrow is where they had two spies like they had one on one side and one on the other like like playing like linebackers and what happened is, whatever side Milrow went to, the other, the the linebacker stepped up, and the other guy would float back, yeah, sort or, of, yeah, like, well, like play they, some but, coverage but or they, something. They, they kept him right in the middle, like you you have okay. If if, if all of a sudden Josh Allen's going to take off running, you've got a spy to the side. Usually, what happens when you play single spy, he gets lost in the trash, or he gets lost, or he over pursues. But if you put if you put one on one side and one on the other you're kind of limiting the way that he can run. Mm. You're just saying, 
okay, if you're going to run to your left, I got my guy right there. See, like I say, if you play one guy in the middle, man, how many times have we seen a guy step up, miss the tackle, and next thing you know, it's, yeah, they were spying, but they didn't get the tackle. When you put two guys right there and force him to have to make a decision, whichever way he runs, that guy just steps up and makes the tackle or makes the play, and you kind of keep him right there in the pocket. Georgia did a great job of playing that way. With I know they lost the game, but when they wanted to make sure that he stood there and throw through the ball, I, I think it's a pretty darn good way to play if you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it, it getting away with it would be a challenge if you got backs running down the field well, yeah, and tight that's, ends. That's the problem. Like, that, that's the problem is that you have so many other weapons you have to deal with the the wheel routes, the, the angle routes, all these things with this back. You probably yeah. just can't spy him, I guess. I I mean, you're going to have to have Bell on Kincaid, who yeah. was really getting a ton of targets by Josh Allen before he yeah. got hurt. I mean, Mike, like, would you risk some pass rushing from Micah and have him be the guy that's just, I'm on Josh Allen at all times? That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean... That's the other thing about Josh Allen is how good he is, and you might be able to pull that up with all your next-gen stuff over there, Broadus, like the specifics on it, but I know he's really, really good, like one of the best under pressure, and one, and it's because he can just escape it, you know? Yeah. And then also the blitz. Like, if, if you're going to blitz him, which the Cowboys have been very interested in blitzing quarterbacks all season, um, you know, he's he's burned the blitz at, a, at an extremely high rate. And every quarterback, you know, is worse versus pressure. And there's splits where it's no pressure or, you know, it's usually a pretty good gap between how good they are versus no pressure compared to pressure. But Josh Allen has got, like, one of the best when it comes to here's how good he is versus no pressure. Oh, my gosh, he ain't that much worse when there is pressure because of how mobile he is and how he can kill you with his legs or just buying time and then finding a guy. So I'm, I am – really really excited to see how Dan Quinn approaches this because I think this there's a, there's a lot of questions on yeah. how you how you want to go about it and credit to Dan Quinn he's a guy that is willing to adjust on the fly and here's DK Metcalf burning you and all of a sudden we're going to shut this down we'll we'll change how we do things and that's why I didn't know if like maybe hey let's see if Stefan Diggs is going to crush us a little bit and then if he is, we can always switch to Gilmore traveling. But maybe that's not even a risk you want to take with a, a early big ball to digs. And now all of a sudden you're like, crap, we can't afford that. Uh, so just some questions there. If you end up seeing some next-gen pressure stuff there, brought us uh, on, I'm looking right now Josh as, Allen, as, as you speak. Let me know. Um, go ahead, yeah. My, Micah Parsons, you know, one sack against the Eagles had a nice impact. Would you explore this at all against teams that are going to be able to run against you? Buffalo, San Francisco using Micah Parsons more in that role? Or do you like the threat and how it makes the offense uh, account for him every time? Like playing him, like the idea of playing him a little bit more like off-ball off ball, linebacker? Yeah. yeah, I think there are, there's probably some teams where it's worth it. It's it's hard to imagine him having a bigger impact than the pass rush just because of how much attention he commands. And even if he's not necessarily making the play, helps everybody else. But... If it's a bad weather game and this team's running all over you with no Hankins, I mean, it might be something you you want to mix in there. I think you should be ready for it for him and Lamar Jackson. You know, I'd like to get some reps. I, I feel like teams that don't see that with their key players can get exposed. I don't want to overreact, but I don't think Micah Parsons is good at reading that exchange when he's the conflict player on defense. Great point. So he's, he has, kinda, he's neutralized by yeah, that. Yeah, he is. He has proven to be, and and, now, and we kind of decided, like, Mike could just take the quarterback. You know, that would be yeah. the best route to do it. But I mean, what's the game that he played most off-ball, and then he was upset by it? 
the Giants game. Giants had Tommy DeVito at the time, and Tommy DeVito is running around and, and doing some stuff. So maybe Dan Quinn was looking at that and saying, okay, we need you off yeah. ball a little bit to make sure Tommy hey, DeVito's not killing you with your legs. I'm, I'm going to defer to you guys on this one, especially with how much tape you watch, Wolchuk. I have a lot of respect for that. Yep, appreciate Same that. Same here. Um, but I do want the change. I want the change up ready. If we're down two touchdowns at half and we can't stop them, let's get this guy firing into the into the gaps and yeah. trying to stuff the run. Yeah, the, yeah, I, I, I'm. I totally agree with that. Uh, and with the way that Buffalo can attack you, this this could be a good a good opportunity for it. Absolutely, because yeah. you're right. When he's the when he's the guy that is the the vulnerable dude on the edge who has to make the decision at the mesh point between the back and the quarterback. I mean, my gosh, it's like the first play of the game versus Josh Dobbs in Arizona where it's like he doesn't know what he's supposed to do here, and there's a scamper for like 40-something yards. It's like, are you kidding me? Maybe you just want him playing that so he can get as many reps as possible reading that and learning how to make the right decision. You know, but if you don't feel like he's going to get there or he's just average there, I can have a jobber get ghosted like that. Right. I want I want Micah being the guy in position to chase the runner down. No doubt. Okay, um, let's see here. Elsewhere, uh, Friday news dump style. Did you guys see the the story about Shohei and the the Dodgers pitch to him? No, Uh, there's a I I think it's Jeff Passan. Jeff Passan, ESPN's got a, a, a whole article. Oh, he's a quirky dude. He Passin watching him on TV. Like, <laughs> the hair. Wow. Saw him at the World Series. Totally different. He was like, yeah, he's kind of like he's holding court all the time. Those yeah. World Series. I was up in the press box, you know, and I'm like, he's always. I was like, dude, you watching the game? I know. You know he, was yeah, always, he was just chatting. He's always kind of chatting. He's a chatting mm. guy. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, he, he makes Jason Garrett look comfortable on TV. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. It's hard not to do. <laughs> He's got like a porcelain doll look to his face. Yeah. Um, Small guy. I mean, there's this interview with Dak. Have you seen Jay Jeezy with Dak yet? Yes. Up at the star? Which is weird to see. Yeah. It's robotic. Nice it was a pretty good interview. It was. Yeah. It was probably yeah, the best job. I've seen Jason Garrett in that type of setting. So, uh, Passan goes inside basically the recruiting of Shohei by the Dodgers. And he writes, um, December 1st, they... Uh, they, they meet with him. Uh, they bring him to the stadium. And uh, in the sliver of time on the screen for Otani was a figure long associated with the Los Angeles sports excellence, making the case for him to sign with the Dodgers. That person is Kobe Bryant. Back in 2017, Kobe had filmed a clip as a favor to the team to recruit him. At the time, Otani, you know, was being welcomed into Major League Baseball, and the Dodgers wanted to recruit him there, mm-hmm. and so they outsourced Kobe to lend some voice to that. Um, so now uh, they 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 brought that back out. They oh, never wow. got to use it. They had it recorded, and they oh, never got man. to use it with Shohei for whatever yeah. reason. It what they I guess they didn't have a chance. I don't remember how he got into the league and whatever, but. So he says, uh, Otani tells ESPN, that was one of the highlights of the entire meeting. I was I was super surprised by it. It was a strong and touching message. What uh, When Bryant said Otani's name, it took him aback. They had never met, but Otani marveled at his commitment, his craft, his sport, his team. And, um, and basically, it was one of those things where it was kind of the thing that stood out the most. Now, I don't know that that was the reason why Otani goes to the Dodgers. There was plenty of other reasons to do it. But that was a part of their pitch to him 
and it was maybe the thing that resonated most with him. And how wouldn't it? You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm seeing this. It never saw the light of day. It's six years ago, and now it's all coming full circle. Here's Kobe recruiting Otani. And this is why I always thought Otani would go to the Dodgers is because it's the biggest brand. It's one of very few that can compete with, you know, not necessarily the Yankees and Cowboys, but it's only like a quarter or half step down from that. It's a giant brand. So what the Dodgers are saying is, look, look, dude, you know, Magic Johnson is a part owner. We roll with Kobe Bryant. Over there, it was cool. Like, but you and Mike Trout are the biggest stars that are ever going to walk in that stadium. Here, it's just what stars do. You know, this is where stars go. And I, I, I think that's very recognizable uh, for, for any player. I, I do think it would have taken a very special set of circumstances for him to go anywhere. I mean, it's, it's the best of all worlds unless you just want to go live in a different state. And obviously the taxes of California are kind of a pain in the butt, but he's done a brilliant job of circumnavigating that as well with the deferred payments. Uh, just a, a master class, I believe, on choosing a team there from Shohei Otani. There it is, uh, Chief. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And when we come back, it'll be time to crosstalk for a second night in a row. You have Blake Elliott uh, and uh, Mike Peasley set to rock the house here, 7 to 11. We're back with that here. The G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. This segment of the G-Bag Nation is brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. Classic Chevrolet is leading the way to finish the year number one in America. They're racing hard with year-end savings on over 400 Silverado. Shop them all at ClassicChevrolet.com. This is Texas. This is Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads and relax and enjoy the difference. All righty. Thank you, Rigo. Doing a nice job in for Lucius Alexander, who will return next Tuesday. The Get Right coming up here 7 to 11 on a Friday night. Sports is on TV. And on the radio here in this evening's configuration, Blake Elliott and Mike Peasley. And a good evening, gentlemen. How the heck you doing? Can't believe they let us back in for a second straight night. Man, it was good last night. Yeah. I did. I enjoyed Mav's talk last night. I was Ooh. driving around a little bit. Yeah. You guys had some really good Mav stuff. Look I at us, Peas. We're making a mark on here. Thursday like in. Let's Compliment go. from Broadus. No, no. I was driving around. I'm like, ooh, stuff I don't know about. I'm just like, yeah, I'm last, last night's Mavs game, they just ran out of gas. You know, that was their third game in four nights. It was, what, a three-point game going to the fourth. They got outscored 32-19. Yeah. Lucas played a lot of minutes. Yeah. He's played a lot of minutes here. I think in the six games in December, he's averaged about 41 minutes. Mm. That's too much. Yeah. That's and, too and, much. And that just comes with injuries. We've had a lot of guys in and out of the lineup. But on the third night, or third game in four nights, you're playing the number one team in the West. Great defense, best half-court defense. And Anthony Edwards only has three field goals. Nas Reed beat you. You know, obviously you don't want that going into the game plan. But both of the two, I'd say, better teams they played in the West, close OKC and the Timberwolves, their star player, we kind of held into under their regular career game. So there's still some things to hang your hat on as a Mavs fan. Obviously, didn't get the dub last night. But there's a lot of things to feel good about if you're a Dallas sports fan. Speaking of hanging your hat, uh, Blake, that's an interesting hat there, the, the Witness Protection Program. It is. I didn't know you wanted to come out with that already. It's, it's, it's my favorite. <laughs> um, I had to have my lucky hat on. I finished the tattoo today, so the tattooing's done graduate tomorrow so I was like let me throw my lucky hat on 
that is Friday with Peas and the Boys. Yeah, congratulations to the grads out there. I think Alec Medford yeah. graduated today from mm-hmm. UTA as well. Mm-hmm. It's clear the, the Mavs need front court help and they they need Kyrie Irving back. It's it's crazy Luca had to do this by himself because with Kyrie out now, it really becomes apparent how important having that secondary guy is. Absolutely. You know, you, you can withstand it a game or two, but once you get into that, you know, third, fourth game without Kyrie, you really see the value of him. So hopefully, you know, Kyrie Irving can be back here very soon. Probably don't need him tomorrow in Portland. Uh, but you've got you got some tougher games coming up here on the horizon that uh, you really need a, a healthy Kyrie Irving. Just just to lessen the load for Luka because, you know, the, the minutes that he's playing right now, it's too many. I'm so excited about this team's future, though, and I, I think it's going to look significantly different, Pease. Maybe I, maybe I got a little worked up, Blake, as well, earlier this week. I, I said I, I'm pretty confident the Mavs are going to be in a championship window here by the time you get through July. Give me mm. the trade deadline and free agency. This year? Yeah. Championship well, window? Well, 2024. 2024 wow. is when the championship window will open after free agency. Okay, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this year, we're we're probably a first-round win, second-round competitive series type team. I'm and just w- hoping they're a top-six team this year yeah. in the West. This, this is I'm a not, gap year. I'm not fully sure that they will be a top-six. I think they will, but, you know, you've got Denver. Uh, you've got Oklahoma City. You've got Minnesota. Uh, Clippers have won six in a row. They seem to be putting it together. You've got Phoenix. You got the Lakers. Yeah, there's six right there. Are the Mavs better than? I don't six? know. I, I don't know. And and I haven't thought about it much this year how they stack up because I I feel like we're just in a holding pattern. We're mm-hmm. waiting. Mm-hmm. We're being patient as we'll see what they do with with Hardy and Green and then these these draft assets that are coming mm-hmm. up. I feel like you need another big wing like Grant Williams and another uh, uh, another legitimate uh, big, a veteran center, and you're there. Speaking of Grant, I mean, he started the season off so simmering hot. He has cooled down. He had this little injury. He came back last night. I believe he was like one for six, hit his first shot, and he just he hasn't found his groove, and that's who you were expecting to be that third star. And he was supposed to be stepping into a bigger role than he was with the Celtics last year. And he, I don't want to say he's been a disappointment because he's been okay on the defensive side, but he's just kind of been a, a role player and below average role player at some points. So you really needed that guy to give you 15 to 17 a night. Chargers have fired their head coach Finally. And, and their GM. We called for that last we night. Did. Way, we did. We, we were trying to figure <laughs> out what, what the comments would be. At the end of the first quarter when we looked, it was 21 Yikes. nothing. I'm like, it's time. And then it was 42 mm. to nothing. Like, now it's time. Mm-hmm. And you were, just, you were just waiting. You knew it was coming today. I mean, I don't think anyone was shocked at about, uh, what, 9, 10 o'clock this morning nah. we got the news that uh, he – they should have done it last year. Yeah. They should have done it last year after the Jacksonville debacle. Yeah. You know, all of the close losses that that team has had and the mistakes mm-hmm. that Staley has made. I, I was stunned they didn't do it last year, and they just they've, – they've kind of wasted a year of Justin Herbert. Did y'all watch the uh, post-game presser and all-timer by no. the reporters? Oh, the reporters were going at their neck. They were pretty much asking Staley why he thinks he should be the coach, should he be the coach. Why he feels confident, and Staley was just, I, I think I'm going to be the coach. I, I think I've done a lot over three years, and the reporters were not holding anything back. They were going at his neck, so shout out to my fellow reporters out there. That's a tough press conference to be in, or maybe an easy one, depending on who you are and how you feel about Staley. But um, the rest of the NFL, man, they, I think they were hoping Staley stayed because the Chargers have all that talent, haven't been able to use it. Now Staley's gone, and me and Pease will discuss who we think should replace him. Oh, right on. Dan Quinn, maybe? You worried that, about that was my guy. That's my guy. But I, I'm voting for. I don't know if they want to go defensive side again. But Dan Quinn would be a perfect fit. Are Kellen and Dan Quinn buddies? Do you think they'd want to work See, together? See, that's what we're talking about. Remember that because uh, Ian Rappaport was talking about maybe Kellen staying mm. if for with the new coach because of that. I don't know if Ian knows something that he's kind of hinting mm. that maybe he if if Dan gets that job, I, I don't know if he'd keep Kellen more. Rod, I don't how, think he I, would keep him. 
How how much and that stock? would be bad for yeah. Justin Herbert because he's had what four different offensive Wait, coordinators the last four years. Joe mm-hmm. Lombardi, yeah. Uh, he's yeah, had a bunch. Kellen Moore, yeah, yeah he's had a few. Third head you coach. think Bill would keep Kellen? No, I mean I can't no. imagine how anybody would keep Kellen Moore. I wouldn't want to keep like, him. Like look at the difference in Dak Prescott. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the Amen. like all you need to see, dude. It's like Chargers, the worst Herbert Chargers, year. What are we doing? Chargers very average Weird. this year offensively. Yeah, yeah. they've just been average. Average is like, you uh, haven't is seen anything graceful. from Herbert that's no. like, oh my gosh, this no. guy's really fixed him or helped him in any way. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a weird bit by Rappaport there. How much Maybe stock, he does know something. How much stock do you put into Kellen Moore not accepting the head coaching or interim head coaching job and just staying where he was? Because oh, I no, believe it yeah. was there. No, that's smart. Yeah, he, that's, that's, he, that's awareness. He does not want to stain himself for those these okay. last several games. Okay. I just yeah. think he's nervous to lead men. Ooh, you know, I don't. I don't think he's got the. Can we get? Can we get a right He'll be a heck that. of a you know wide receivers coach in some college somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Heading uh, back to college, I, I think that's probably a good destination for him. All right, here comes the get right. It is uh, uh, Blake and Mike Peasley here, 7 to 11. Thanks to Rigo for filling in for Lucius today. Did a nice job. Absolutely. Uh, other than, you know, maybe uh, hanging up on Polo and Garland. Oh, I'm sorry, Polo. He was getting warmed up. Love you, man. Call <laughs> back next week. I'll give you, Rigo. No, it was a nice job by Rigo. Uh, thanks so much to Carter Freeman. And of course, uh, Woolchuck and Chia Follow and Brian brought us. Here comes the get right till t- uh, Monday at 2. You're going home with the G Back Nation at ease. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.